Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stample. He is EY Eric Young. I am Greg Sussman. Frankie, what's happening, bud? Greggy, happy Thursday to you. You as well. We've got football on the slate tonight. Excited for week four to get started. Should actually be a pretty good primetime game. I would say that we are desperately in need of a good one. Following Washington and the Bears, we had the Rams and the Browns. That was... Seemed like a snooze fest all of Sunday. And before that, the Titans and Jags. Titans and Jags. Great right? week of so, primetime games. Seems like we're finally getting a good one uh, before we get set up for the, the Bengals and the Steelers on Monday night. You thought Green Bay and Chicago on opening night was going to be good. It was terrible. So let's hope this one's a little bit better. EY, what's happening, man? Like Frankie said, we got live football tonight. It's a Thursday. Uh, I have to hop on a plane and go to beautiful El Paso in the morning for some reason. But uh, that's, what, that's, what, uh, that's what we got on the slate. El Paso. Why did you ever go to El Paso? Well, <laughs> be, apparently, there's a wrestling show there that I'm I, uh, I'm being uh, made to take part in. Ah. I heard there's some nice weather in El Paso this time of year. Ey, it will be beautiful. There it is. Perfect. So you gonna if you're in El Paso, come check out Ey uh, at work. Anyway, all right. I thought this was his work. Well, this is this this is oh the this, fun, is the fun. this is the fun. Oh, part, okay, yeah. right. it's our work. His fun. I thought it was fun for all of us. Well, we go to wrestling events. Like, we have fun and he works. It's the opposite. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sometimes. True. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Today on the show, we're going to have our leftovers portion of the show. So we're going to let you know who's left over on all of our waiver wires and whether, well, we should pick them up or we should not. Or why are they still there? We're going to answer all those questions. Of course, this hour, we're going to preview Thursday Night Football. As Frank mentioned, it should be a good one between the Eagles and the Packers tonight. We have some good stats about that. Uh, we also have an inside injuries update. Virginia Zakis will join the program coming up around 2.20 Eastern time here on the Sports Grid Network. Get on the grid. Frankie, let's begin with our Leftovers program. And I want to start well, at MetLife Stadium, where... The Washington football team is coming to town. And left over on many waiver wires are all these Washington receivers. From your boy, Paul Richardson, mm. to Trey Quinn, to, well, there's nobody else. So, Paul Richardson and <laughs> Trey Quinn. Obviously, Terry McLaurin is owned as he should be. But, 
Trey Quinn, Paul Richardson, they're definitely out there. Did you pick these guys up? Yeah, I'm very interested in Paul Richardson this week. And Trey Quinn, I was actually talking to Drew Dinkmeyer downstairs about this, just from a DFS perspective. Minimum salary on FanDuel this week. So you want exposure to that Washington and New York Giants football matchup because both defenses suck, if we're just being frank about it. And Case Keenum did practice today, so that's actually a good sign. As much as we want it to be Dwayne Haskins versus Daniel Jones, that would be fun for all the storylines. You know, two rookie quarterbacks starting against each other. Case Keenum still puts the weapons on this team in the best position to succeed for fantasy. I do believe that. So Terry McLaurin's already owned, obviously. uh, But Paul Richardson coming off a big game, nine targets, caught eight of those, scored a touchdown, has a touchdown in back-to-back games. And the Giants are allowing the second most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers this season. We just saw what Mike Evans did against Janoris Jenkins. Absolutely ate him alive. I am very interested in Paul Richardson Not so much Trey Quinn, unless it's a DFS perspective, just because he's super cheap. But look, if you're suffering from the bye weeks, if you, I don't know, for some reason we're starting Debo Samuel or anybody on the Jets, I do have interest in Paul Richardson, Greg, especially in three wide receiver leagues and, and, you know, those deeper leagues where you have multiple flex options. Eric, can Frank interest you in Paul Richardson? Yeah, Paul Richardson, I think, is an interesting guy. Look, like the Washington uh, football team, they're going to be behind in, in, in almost every game. They're just never going to be ahead. Uh, Case Keenum is, is serviceable, and if it's not him, Dwayne Haskins, I mean, at least is interesting. The number one wide receiver, I think, is pretty obvious so far is Terry McLaurin, um, but but Richardson is on the field j- just as much. This is a guy that, that really flashed when he was in Seattle um, and has done basically nothing since being uh, in Washington, but is a guy that's very interesting. Uh, I, I know I had him, got him, like, very, very late in a bunch of best ball leagues, uh, downfield guy. Fast, fast, very, very fast guy. Uh, Caught a lot of deep balls playing with uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can obviously throw the ball down the field a little bit better than those two guys. So we'll see what happens. Paul Richardson against this soft giant secondary. He's a sneaky start, Frank. Where do you have him in your rankings this week? I have him just outside my top 36, but it's very easily the highest I've had him ranked all season long. Uh, I have him in the 40 range at wide receiver, so... I can give you some of the names that he's right around. I have Paul Richardson, wide receiver 40, uh, right around John Brown, tough matchup against New England secondary this week. Emmanuel Sanders going to go up against the Jaguars. He's dealing with a quad injury as well. Philip Dorsett, Will Fuller, DJ Chark, do, 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 uh, and Cortland Sutton. I literally so. just think you put Chark on here so you could do that. I think it's the no, only reason I, he's I, I read all of the receivers that are right behind yeah, Paul no, Richardson. I, I got it. I only think you have Chark. But was I going to skip over DJ Chark? Right, exactly, Danny. No, Every, I mean, everyone Danny does it. it. Everywhere in fantasy does it. I can't hear his name without that happening. So It, it only plays internally in my head. I never say it out loud. Yeah, it just no. flows so well. I mean, look, everyone's heard Baby Shark, or if you haven't, then you know, God bless your soul that you haven't been exposed to it, but it just matches up so well. Baby, no, no, I understand. DJ, it, just, it just works so well, Greg. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. I, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. You don't think so? No. Well, DJ Shark. At least not from me. Unless DJ Shark goes away. Uh, he probably will this week because he's. I, I would imagine he's Chris Harris is yeah. going to be shadowing him. Did Chris Harris will shadow him. Yeah, I I mean, he's their that. number one wide receiver. I guess Chris Harris doesn't travel into the slot. They're not going to try and stop D.D. Westbrook. And I would worry personally if I'm a defensive coordinator. I worry more about D.J. Chark than Chris I do Conley. Chris Conley. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll come back. We're going to really dive into our leftover segment here. I got some names I want to talk about. I know you do as well, Frank. Uh, EY, I assume it does too. So. That'll be good. Leftover segment. We continue on right here on your BFFs.
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com proudly made in america game time decisions i do like yeah. the saints in this spot uh, you know the cowboys you talked about the schedule with the patriots uh, cowboys are stepping up in class now going into a hostile environment sunday night football hell teddy bridgewater has a better winning percentage as a starting quarterback than drew Brees does in his career <laughs> i know it's only 31 games but he wins games yeah, let's see. He wins games. Weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Back with you, BFFs. Rev your alley, Frank. I, I don't enjoy this song. I enjoy DJ Chart. Great player. And you sing the song. I Fun to watch. I, I've had too much exposure to the song, and I'm not even a parent. Why do you have so much exposure to it? I, I have a two-year-old niece. Ah, that will do it. That will do it. They can listen to this song for hours on end, on repeat. It's insane. I'm sorry. I want to know what I was listening to when I was two years old that was annoying as Baby Shark. I was listening to Rafi, Baby Beluga. What? Baby Beluga. You might know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> Baby Beluga. I don't know that's the worst <laughs> Well, that was worth it. I, I still don't know it. I, I might know it if I actually heard 
the real song. Rafi's but. awesome. I'm you not. Are, I'm not doubting that. Are, <laughs> I'm not you, saying anything are, bad. Are you, about on, him. are you in on Rafi? Uh, I think I have heard the Baby Beluga song. I think, yeah. When I was younger, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> Everyone knows Rafi. I'm trying yeah. to remember his original. No, uh, yeah. Ey move, wasn't alive back in the 1920s, Greg. 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me uh, let me get into something that Frank already yelled at me about. And that's the fact that Melvin Gordon officially reported back to the Chargers today. And Melvin Gordon is back with L.A., which means the clock, well, it's officially ticking when it comes to Austin Eckler. Talked a lot about, about this, a lot about this yesterday, EY, but Austin Eckler, what is his value? I mean, this week, it's still high. I mean, Gordon's not going to play, definitely not going to play this week. And I think it's still a questionable if he even plays next week, But it, although he could. Um Look, I mean, you can wear a helmet and run on a treadmill all you want. Melvin Gordon is not in football shape. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, he will be, I believe, even if he starts, he'll be limited. Uh, but Austin Eckler is the guy. So we're going to find out when he comes back. Uh, has he soured the coaching staff? Has he soured the owners? Is he a backup? Uh, is he a starter? I, I believe that he'll be a starter. Uh, Melvin Gordon is a guy that I have, have always liked. I was super, super high on him last year and everyone made fun of me and he went off and was, was an absolute beast all year. Uh, I could, I would imagine by week five, we will get the real Melvin Gordon, but right now stay with Eckler. Uh, and he's got a, he's got a rule on this, this team, no matter what the guy that's going to absolutely lose pretty much all value is Justin Jackson. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I would agree with you on that, EY. You know, last year, Melvin Gordon finished as the RB5 in points per game in PPR, averaging 23 fantasy points per game. Saw some people joking about, uh, well, he you know returned after four games because he misses about four games per year anyway, so why not just remain consistent? But he has dealt with a lot of injuries in his career. Uh, he was catching the ball at a massive rate last year, 14 total touchdowns. Um, and I looked this up, 11 games together last year, Melvin Gordon averaged 14.8 carries per game, 4.3 receptions. So right around 19 touches per game, Austin Eckler in those same 11 games, 6.9 carries, so 7 carries, 2.5 receptions. So, you know, between 8 and 10 touches, he's probably going to be in the flex discussion most weeks. I agree with EY, I, I think Eckler's still a top 5 running back this week going up against the Miami Dolphins. I think Justin Jackson's in play as a flex this week against the Miami Dolphins. We just saw Tony Pollard run for 100 yards as well. Uh, but Greg, there have been people on Twitter speculating that because Austin Eckler has played so well in Melvin Gordon's absence, that maybe this is closer to a 50-50 split um, once Melvin Gordon is actually good to go. What do you think? I'm not buying any of that, to be honest with you. This reminds me of when we Ezekiel Elliott came back. Oh, Tony Pollard looks so good in the preseason. We're going to give Tony Pollard some run. Tony Pollard doesn't get run. Yeah, last week he had over 100 yards, but it was a blowout. It's a little bit different, though, right, between Melvin Gordon and, and Ezekiel Elliott. Gordon has dealt with so many injuries in his career. In order to keep him fresh, I mean, I'll just throw it out there. You know, just you know, maybe we see, instead of Melvin Gordon getting the 18-19 touches per game he's used to, Maybe he's in the 14-15 range, and Austin Eckler he'll be is in 10 that, to 12. He'll be in that range until he is caught up. So you think the further we go along, it's just they're going to ride Melvin Gordon. We know and how it makes th- sense for them, too. If they're not going to re-sign him, run, run him, him into the ground. The ground. Yeah. Right. We know how this shakes out. We, already, we have the evidence. We saw it last year. We know. It, that, that's it. I'm just saying, like he, uh, Austin Eckler proved, proved last year that when uh, Melvin Gordon was not active, he can handle the workload, and he's been pretty damn good so far this year. He's you know a top five running back in fantasy this he's, year. As he, well. He's been he's been awesome from a fantasy perspective. But when Melvin Gordon back, that's the end of the Austin Eckler RB one train. Just this. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I think Austin Eckler is probably more of a flex play, if anything. I agree with that. Once Melvin Gordon's back. Totally fair. Justin Jackson, both of you guys droppable? I wouldn't do it this week. Like I just said, I think he's still in play as a flex against the Dolphins this week. But after next you week, could, probably. You could play him this. But he could be the starting running back having all the carries and all the catches by the half. We've That's seen true. this almost every week with Miami. Play Justin Jackson this week. You, you see this face that Greg is making right now? He thinks uh-huh. the Dolphins might actually upset the Chargers this week. He's actually oh on that train. And I can't wait saying, to come in here when the Chargers win, you know, 35-7 to seven on I'm Monday. Ju- oh, here, here's the logic here, Eli. The Chargers yep. are going West Coast to East Coast for an early game. I get all of it. That's heard, a, it's a real it. thing. There's evidence with that. The Chargers yep. are notorious losers. There's plenty of evidence for that. They cannot, also true. Right? I mean, I'm sorry. Like, Philip Rivers, how many times at 7.30 at night are you sitting watching Red Zone and Philip Rivers is throwing interception to lose the game? He watched it a couple of weeks ago against the Detroit Lions. Correct. So that happens all the time. Josh Rosen and the Dolphins, despite getting blown out when it was all said and done in Dallas, through that first half, they were very much in that game. They were down like a field goal, give or take. Right? Like, that was on the road in Dallas. Okay. Well, we, we don't only play one half of football. I in the understand. NFL, but they were on the road in <laughs> Dallas against a team that we think is one of the better teams in football. Right. And they were at home the first two weeks, and, and what happened there? Well, you played the Patriots, number one. That's not fair. Yeah, well, the Ravens, the, I think the jury's still out on the Ravens now because they go up against KC, and, you know, KC handles them. So, you know, how good are the Ravens, actually? And they won 59-10 to 10 I understand. in KC's Miami. Handle, KC's going to handle everyone if, as long as Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. Uh, right. They don't even need a defense, as far as I'm concerned. So, anyway, 16 points <laughs> is way too big, and I'm... Admittedly, more nervous than I should be, but I look. I I hear what you're saying, and I want to believe it as well. I just think that the Miami Dolphins are that bad. I think they are one of the worst NFL teams of all time. I don't think that's hyperbole. I, I think that they are really that bad. I, I heard the stat on yep. Waiter Talk yesterday. They have 16 points scored on the season. They've allowed 18 offensive touchdowns. I mean, they traded away what? all their best players. Their best players is a backup running back that barely touches the ball. And and there's rumors of him being traded. It's a mess. He fumbled inside the inside, he fumbled inside the five last week. Uh, Josh Rosen had a couple of touchdowns dropped. I'm just telling you that like if things go their way against Dallas, I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous I mean, about this one. I'm just saying if if things go their way against Dallas, at best what they're doing is covering the spread by losing by 17 rather than 23 or whatever it was. I don't know, man. Eh? All right, we have a couple of minutes left before Virginia, so let's get to the leftovers, Danny. Let's do it. It's time. Steal leftovers. Agree? Didn't get your fill from the waiver wire? Now I want more. The BFFs has your leftovers. What's this? Never mind. Give me a whole lot of. Mm. Leftovers are here live with you on the BFFs. Let's get into it right now, gentlemen, and let's head out to Cincinnati, where Frank. You want to plan ahead with some of the leftovers. Yeah, I'm looking at Tyler Eifert. Hasn't done much. He scored uh, one touchdown on the season. Didn't do anything last week. But guess who he faces next week? Who's the that, Arizona Cardinals, Greg. And everyone's hyping up Will Disley. Greg, if you were tight end eligible, I would start you against the Arizona Cardinals. And unfortunately, you are not. But that defense really is that bad. They've been torched by every single tight end. So if you are in the nature of streaming tight ends... Maybe you want to get one week ahead of everyone else. Pick up Tyler Eifert now before next week so you won't have to spend as much fab. Are you in on Tyler Eifert here, Eric? 
I think I definitely would have been um, if it wasn't for Azoma looking like he's probably the number one tight end there, lost a bunch of weight. Um, Eifert coming back is a guy that's always hurt, but him being on the field is, is, a, is a positive for the Cincinnati Bengals. I just don't think, I mean, tight end is already a dart throw. Those guys, that's a double dart throw, and I'm, not, I'm bad at darts, so I'm not even bothering with it. <laughs> you mentioned the Bengals, Frank. I will mention the Colts. T.Y. Hilton could be out this week with an injury. We're not sure yet. It's going to be questionable. But none of the Colts wide receivers got picked up in my leagues. If I had to choose one, who should I? What should these leftovers should I choose? Gosh, I, I want to go, dart throws. I want to go back to uh, EY's dart analogy. I'm actually yeah. pretty good at darts, or at least, or at least that's a I, triple. That's a triple dart. <laughs> that's maybe a triple a, dart. Maybe a quad dart. I don't know. I, I like to consider myself pretty good at darts, but uh, yeah, you got three of them there, and then you have uh, you have two tight ends, so five darts combined. Uh, I do like Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle as sneaky tight end ads this week if you are struggling. T.Y. Hilton didn't practice today. If I had to choose one, I'll go with the one that's produced the most, and that was Zach Pascal last week. Fair enough. All right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll hear more about T.Y. Hilton as Virginia Zakis of Inside Injuries joins us next. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com lose weight now go to fat100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight go to fat100.com fat100.com that's fat100.com
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. So you know, guys, Eli, Rafi, Canadian, born in Egypt, immigrated to Canada with his family. Interesting. Canadian, that's why Eli knows him. Who is that? Rafi. Rafi? Yeah. Like the guy from the league? Right. I, I don't know who Rafi is. Virginia, did you grow up knowing who Rafi is? No. Really? You're on an island here, Greg. Danny, no idea island. either? You're on an island with me, Greg, I know. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I'm the that. oldest person by a landslide on this show. Bavona said he knows what he do, you think, do you think it's an age thing? Is that what it is? I mean, Bavona does know a bunch yeah, of... Yes, it was an age thing. It was a thing culture. when I was a, a kid. I'm 40 years old. And Greg's uh, 50. I, I, <laughs> I guess it is. I guess it's an age thing. All right. Age. Oh, Rafi. Wow, Frank, you're not that much younger than me. All right. Yeah, you know, only 20 years. Shut up. But no one's counting. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they want win their bet. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Packers four and a half as four and a half point favorites, if they beat the Eagles by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. And with that, we bring in somebody that I thought would know who Rafi is, but she doesn't. It's okay. It's our friend Virginia Zakis. What's up, Virginia? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going better I think I, I might have Rafi's. some better news this week than usual. So. Really? That's rare. It's probably not going to be about any of the players we own, Greg, so okay. don't get your hopes up. I, I tend to agree. <laughs> Before the break, we were talking about T.Y. Hilton, who left the game at halftime last week. Uh, re-injury, I believe it was his quad. T.Y. caught the touchdown, had an awesome first half, and was not able to finish the game. He's not ruling himself out for this weekend. Should fantasy owners? Um, you know, he's one of those guys, if he plays, I think he needs to be in lineups. But these muscular strains are so easy to aggravate. Um, especially when guys return after just one week. And because this is now a recurring problem for him, they really should sit him at least this week. Um, we're giving him a four-week optimal recovery time. I definitely don't think he's going to actually miss that much time. But in order for his quad to fully heal, he's going to need around a month. Um, I think he's looking very questionable for this week. And I'm getting the sense that the Colts are not going to take a risk with him if he's not ready to play. Um, but he is a guy that probably doesn't need to practice much this week in order to play. So if he can at least get in a limited session on Friday, I think there's a decent chance we see him suit up this weekend. Um, but he's a high risk of re-injury, and I'm hoping that they give him a week off and then he's you know close to being good to go the following week. I'll throw this out there, Greg. I'm looking at the snap counts from last week and the routes run. Deion Kane led all Colts wide receivers with 37 snaps played, 29 routes run last week. So if you are without T.Y. Hilton, it's a pretty good matchup against the Oakland Raiders. But, you know, I agree with Virginia. The Colts might think, look, we don't need T.Y. Hilton to win this game against the 
Oakland Raiders, who have been dreadful on the road under John Gruden. So just keep that in mind uh, when it comes to T.Y. Hilton. Virginia, I want to ask you about LaShawn McCoy. There's a lot going on with this Chiefs backfield right now uh, because you know people are adding Darrell Williams. They saw what he did last week. LaShawn McCoy did practice on a limited basis yesterday. I haven't seen anything from the practice report so far, so far today for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but what are we thinking when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs? Do we expect LaShawn McCoy to suit up? And how... You know, how useful will he actually be? Yeah, so I, I think this ankle injury for McCoy is going to be something that's probably going to bother him for, you know, maybe at least the next month, but I think he's going to continue to try to play through it. Um, it's something he's done a lot in the past. He's played through a lot of injuries throughout his career, um, and he's had quite a few injuries throughout his career. Um, you know, lots of lower body injuries, groin, hamstring, um, ankle. He's, he's pretty much had it all, but he likes to try to play even when he medically probably shouldn't. Um, we're giving this injury a three week optimal recovery time. Now by playing through it, he's going to keep extending that healthy to return date. Um, because by playing through it, it's not going to get fully healthy. So he's a high injury risk, which shouldn't be a surprise because he entered the season, a high injury risk. And realistically, he's going to stay that way throughout the rest of the season. Um, his health performance factor has improved from poor last week to below average now. Um, still not great. And I think his production is going to depend um, really on if he can find the end zone because I just I don't see him putting up a ton of yards. But if he gets enough volume and if he can you know stay on the field, very risky fantasy play. But I wouldn't necessarily tell people to automatically take him out of lineups. All right, so not a lock to be on benches if LaShawn McCoy is active. That ankle injury uh, kept him out for the, most of the fourth quarter last week. He was practicing today in a limited fashion. LaShawn McCoy could be good to go this weekend. Someone who will not be good to go this weekend is my guy Saquon Barkley, who has a high ankle sprain, Virginia, uh, which will keep guys out for a while. We talked a little bit about this uh, last week. Now, Tevin Coleman, it's going to keep him out four weeks. He's going to be back in week five. He had a high ankle sprain. Of course, no high ankle sprains are ever the same. He went to a second opinion to see if he needed surgery. Dr. Robert Anderson said no. What's really going on with Saquon and when can fantasy owners and Giants fan alike expect him back? Yeah, so this is a pretty serious high ankle sprain, um, and it's an especially tricky injury for running backs. Um, like we saw, for example, Patrick Mahomes in week one suffered what looked like a high ankle sprain, and he's been doing okay over the last few weeks, of course. So, you know, his seems like a more mild high ankle sprain, and he's also a quarterback. For running backs who have to rely heavily on their lateral movements and explosiveness, a high ankle sprain can have a huge impact on their game. So we tend to see them miss a lot more time. Um, for Barkley, we're giving him a roughly a minimum six-week optimal recovery time. But even once he hits that mark, he'll likely need a few more weeks because he's missed you know six weeks of football to get back on the field. Um, the recovery timeline right now is roughly four to eight weeks. That's obviously a huge range. I really don't think we're going to see him back in four weeks. Um, it's also worth noting that the Giants have a week 11 bye. Um, if you return in week 10, that would be around seven weeks. I'm really hoping they actually keep him out through their bye week. And if they do that, I think he'll be good to go the rest of the season. If he returns before then in that five, six, seven week mark, he's going to be at a very high um, risk of re-injuring that ankle. The ligaments get stretched out and it just doesn't take much to aggravate it. Yeah, that timetable might make sense too, Greg, because we're not expecting the New York Giants to compete this year, or maybe under the Hall of Famer Daniel Jones, but look, if they hold him out through the bye, we're not, we're not seeing Saquon Barkley back until week 12. 
So maybe the money that people are spending on Wayne Gallman will be worth it after all, but uh, there's still a lot up in the air when it comes to Saquon Barkley. But, uh, you know, I think that might make sense. You know, if he's still kind of on the fence by week nine, week 10, then maybe they just keep him out through the through the bye because uh, they're obviously not really expected to compete this season. Virginia, I want to ask you about another player, another superstar within the NFC East, and that is Amari Cooper, who popped up with an ankle injury yesterday on the injury report. I want to ask you kind of two questions here. You know, how severe is this ankle injury, Is and is there any chance that this is related to the plantar fasciitis that he was dealing with uh, before the season? So we're actually showing a soft tissue injury for Cooper. Um, you know, he looked okay in their game last weekend. Um, he was limited at practice. So it's not like he's just totally missing time. Um, and the MRI on his ankle was clean. So that's all obviously good news. I do think it could be related to his preseason foot injury, which was to the opposite leg. Um, these compensatory injuries are, are pretty common. Um, you know, players, even though he says he's close to being healthy and there hasn't been much talk of his left foot injury. It's still something that sounded like it was going to linger through the first month of the season. So definitely possible that this ankle sprain is related, but not too concerned about it. His overall injury risk is still elevated. Um, because again, the foot is going to be a concern if it was plantar fasciitis or a muscle strain in his foot, both could be very easily aggravated, um, likely to pop back up at some point this season, even if it's just mild. So definitely some concerns going forward, but I don't think this ankle sprain alone, um, is something we need to be too concerned about. Talking to Virginia Zakis from Inside Injuries, getting the lowdown on all the latest injuries around the NFL. That brings me now, Virginia my guy, Julian Edelman, who only played the first half of the Patriots last week because of a chest injury against the Jets. Now, it looked like there was something wrong with a rib, maybe, but he was practicing yesterday. What's up with Julian Edelman? Yeah, so he underwent x-rays, which were negative, which, good news, obviously, doesn't sound like there's any rib fractures. Um, was limited at practice yesterday. I am still concerned that there be, could be a uh, rib cartilage injury, which means the rib and the cartilage just separate a little bit. Um, not much of, you know, a huge risk of causing more damage if he does play, but this is something that can be very, very painful to play through in the first few weeks. Um, but again, he got into practice. Um, the, the real concern is once he starts, um, taking contact. So playing in a game obviously will be more painful and, um, you know, could be painful enough that if he takes a big hit, he isn't able to return to the game. But I think he has a pretty good shot at playing this week. Um, this injury comes with just a two-week optimal recovery time, and his injury risk is elevated, not high. Um, health performance factor is also above average right now, which is telling me I actually think as long as he plays this weekend, I think he should still play pretty well as long as, again, he can avoid that really big hit um, that ends his day early. Julian Edelman going up against the Buffalo Bills this week. The divisional matchup, the matchup of two 3-0 teams. Who would have thought coming in the Buffalo Bills? I want to stay in this game and ask you about Devin Singletary, who returned to practice today dealing with a hamstring injury. Virginia, what do the algorithms say about Singletary's timetable? Is he going to be good to go for for this week, or should he continue to sit out? Because obviously this affects my man, Frank Gore. So... We're showing a healthy to return date in week four, but he does remain a high injury risk. So I think he'll be good to go this weekend, but these hamstring strains, even once players you know get close to that optimal recovery time, are still very easily aggravated. Um, and he also suffered a mild hamstring strain um, in spring of 2018. So this is something he's dealt with in the past, which makes it a little more concerning. Um, it's looking like he's going to play. 
but his health performance factor is also still below average. Um, this hamstring strain could continue to affect his explosiveness over the next week or two. Virginia Zakis of Inside Injuries. Uh, Ewa, I got like 30 seconds. Do you have any questions for Virginia? No, I mean, you guys did great. I mean, covered everything I needed to know. Singletary was the guy that I was super curious about. I have him in a couple places, so right, awesome work. Fantastic. Awesome work. Forget us. Awesome work for Virginia. <laughs> Virginia, thank you so much for your help. Of course. Happy to help. Awesome. We'll talk to you again next week. We'll take a break. We'll get into Thursday Night Football, some buy or sell, maybe some leftovers as well. A lot more to go. How much time to do it? You have to strap up after this. with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Did we just become best friends? Yup! The best friends forever. DJ Chark, do 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 Everyone does it. Everywhere in fantasy does it. I can't hear his name without that happening. So It only plays internally in my head. I never say it out loud. Yeah, it just flows so well. I mean, look, everyone's heard Baby Shark, or if you haven't, then God bless your soul, but it just matches up so well. Baby, DJ, it just works so well. I'm sorry. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Unless DJ Shark goes away. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern on SportsGrid and Zumo TV, channel 719. That was a real quick promo from Pavona there. Real quick promo. 
Very excited, I'm sure he was. EY, Frank, Greg, Thursday Night Football, Eels Packers tonight. We'll get to that in a few moments. But I want to do a little by yourself before we get there. And that brings me to Cincinnati. We talked about Tyler Eifert before. What about the other Tyler, EY? That's Tyler Boyd. He is top three, according to Frankie, amongst wide receivers with 32 targets on the season. AJ Green will be back maybe at some point. John Ross has had his up and down games. Are you buying or selling Tyler Boyd right now? Uh, I'm buying them. I think even with A.J. Green there, I think uh, some of the statistical stuff from last year showed that Tyler Boyd was just as good or better when A.J. Green was on the field. So having A.J. Green back uh, is probably a benefit for for Tyler Boyd. Right now, he's the number one in that offense, is going to see double coverage. Uh, John Ross is going to be up and down. That's the kind of player that he is. But Tyler Boyd is, is a super solid Super solid option, and this new offense, I mean, look at the Cincinnati Bengals aren't good. Andy Dalton is not a special quarterback, but this offense is very interesting. Um, they have shown over the last three weeks that they're not afraid to throw the ball, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's intriguing to see what will happen for all these guys. I'm buying Tyler Boyd also, Frank. Yeah, it's not often you hear the term buy high. I mentioned this yesterday, but it can be a thing if people are not valuing a player where they should be. And right now, Tyler Boyd is wide receiver 22 in PPR leagues, which makes him a low-end wide receiver too. But he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. So the targets are there, the receptions are there, the yards are there. Once the touchdowns start to come, he's probably going to settle in as a high-end to middle-of-the-tier wide receiver too. So I'm actually trusting Tyler Boyd. Even when A.J. Green comes back, you don't know that he's going to be 100%. He's going to be open to re-injury. A.J. Green has suffered from multiple things the past couple of seasons. So even if the targets drop from, you know, right now he's getting 10 or 11 per game to 8 or 9 per game, he will likely be more efficient with those targets when A.J. Green is on the field. The touchdowns are going to come. I'm with you, man. I'm buying Tyler Boyd. I don't know that people are valuing him where they should be yet. People... Still don't necessarily trust Tyler Boyd as the number one wide receiver in Cincinnati. And I do understand the hesitation, but given all the opportunities this year... He's had double digits targets in every game so far. The last buy or sell I do want to mention is... Well, let's buy I want to potentially mention here. is Leonard Fournette. And you brought this up to me (laughs) Tuesday afternoon. I'm not a Fournette guy. and And I put him on this list. And I was like, let's not do this. And you put him on the list, so I looked into him before the show. Not only... Is he like top five in opportunity share? He's number one. He's number one. But he's also top five in routes run. He's constantly on the field. He's constantly being targeted. He just hasn't found the end zone yet. We know how fluky touchdowns can potentially be. We saw it with Julio Jones last year. If there's ever a chance to buy Leonard Fournette, this is it. I'm not a Leonard Fournette guy. Most of that was because his ADP just kept rising and rising and rising throughout draft season up until the point where he was a mid to late second round pick. I just can't invest there. But now you have an opportunity to buy where you're not going to have to give up a player you got in the second or third round to get Leonard Fournette. Or, you know, maybe there's people that are still valuing him where they should be. But as Greg just mentioned, he's number one in opportunity share right now, which means, you know, among his team's running back carries plus targets, he is seeing 97% of those for the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. We all saw it on Thursday Night Football last week. I went off on a rant when I came in. You know, I still think that 
He's not in a great position right now because, you know, defenses are not respecting Gardner Minshew. So, like, the yards per per carry is not going to be there. But he still is seeing the targets right now. He's catching the football. And once the touchdowns start to come, Leonard Fournette right now in PPR leagues is RB17. Once the touchdowns start to come, he's probably going to settle in, much like I said about Tyler Boyd, as a high-end RB2, maybe a low-end RB1. So, if you do like Leonard Fournette, if you were in that camp coming into the year and you didn't end up drafting him, the time to buy him is now because once the touchdowns start to come, you're not going to be able to get him valued where he is right now, Greg. I totally, totally agree with you. If you want to buy Leonard Fournette, this is it. I don't say you should buy him. This is it. Eli, you watched Leonard Fournette up close against the Titans. He did nothing outside of a fourth quarter run, which ruined my, my win last week. I lost because of that run. Just like I lost to you because of Julio Jones. Nevertheless, Leonard Fournette, are you buying right now? Yeah, last year I feel like Fournette was the kind of guy that uh, everyone was making injury excuses for, like saying like, oh, when this guy's healthy, he's the guy. Uh, obviously the opportunity is there, but I think you just got to, don't let your eyes deceive you. Don't let former stats deceive you. And don't let the name Leonard Fournette deceive you. You know, 97% of garbage is still garbage. He he was, look, the Titans defense is good and they're really good against the run and they've been, they have been all year. But other than that one, it was just a, like a bad positioning, broken play. And he had the long run. I think a really good running back with top end speed probably scores a touchdown there. So that would be worrisome to me. But the other thing is, is he would have ended with negative yards, negative, negative for a person that's carrying Correct. 97% of the workload is absolutely embarrassing. So, yeah, I mean, if you're a person that believes in him, like you were saying, buy now, because he's never going to be cheaper than he is now. But I do believe just because of the name Leonard Fournette, because of the massive workload and the fact that he is a starting running back, you're not going to be be able to get him as cheap as as, uh, you would need him to be. And, and, I mean, I wouldn't want to start him right now. It's scary. That's got to go down on the in the Hall of Fame of BFF quotes of all time. I, I'm cracking up here. 97% of garbage is still garbage. That, that's right. that is, you're not wrong. I mean, it's it's that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I did a little uh, quick math here uh, while you were talking, EY. And uh, look, the receptions too. When you look at Leonard Fournette, I understand. Look, the rushing the rushing yards last week. You're 100%. He was terrible. The eye test, he didn't pass it last week. He broke off a long run. I mean, that was, you know, after multiple carries of, you know, grinding down the defense, grinding down, and he breaks one off, and he doesn't even score on that one. He is still on pace for 74 receptions. They said coming into the year that they were going to use Fournette more as a receiver this year than they have in years past. So it's all about perspective, right? And I know last week, again, I did a rant about him. I do this in fantasy baseball all the time. You know, cover your ears, EY. You're not going to understand what I'm talking about. But... I don't ever draft Rich Hill. People draft Rich Hill. He gets hurt. Quality, greater sign, quantity, Frank. He gets hurt, and then they drop Rich Hill, and then that's when I pick up Rich Hill. I don't ever draft him. The same thing is true of Leonard Fournette. I'm not going to draft Leonard Fournette, but if people are worried about him right now, if they watch that Thursday night football game like they did, like EY did, and they said, you know, he would have finished with negative yards and he's not scoring touchdowns and I'm worried about Gardner Minshew, then now is the time to buy on a running back that does see 97% of his team's running back touches. So I'm just putting everything in perspective. I wasn't a Leonard Fournette fan coming into the year. I'm still not a huge fan of his game, but if you can buy low on him, if you want Leonard Fournette on your team, 
Now is the time to do it. I don't think that his value is going to be lower than it is right now, Greg. It's Especially I, once he starts scoring touchdowns. Correct. Once he scores touchdowns, it goes up. If you want to buy, I'm not saying I'm that guy. Yep. But if you want to, the time is now. Yep. All right, tonight, Thursday night football, it's the Eagles and the Packers. Packers are a four-point favorite at home. Doug Peterson and the Eagles undefeated on Thursday night football since Doug Peterson took over. Uh, the under has won all three Thursday nights this season. Packers are 3-0 and against the spread this year. The Eagles are 0-3. A lot has to give from a fantasy perspective. Everybody is calling it the Devontae Adams breakout game. They're expecting a monstrous night out of Devontae Adams. His total yards, I believe, is around 90 tonight. Are you buying any why that Devontae Adams is having a monstrous game tonight? I, I don't know about monstrous, but I do think he'll show up. Uh, Philadelphia secondary, uh, like they haven't been able to stop anybody passing the ball. So, and and I feel like, you know, no, not even Lafleur can. Well, I don't know. I was going to say not even he can screw this up, but I mean, it, it's unbelievable. You have technically, I think, technical wise, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Well, maybe other than and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is on another level. He's playing a different game. Then it's Aaron Rodgers. And, I mean, he's barely even throwing the ball. Uh, and when he has, they haven't been throwing it down the field. The one long one to Scantling last week was a broken play, an offside that he just threw up, and Scantling caught it and scored a touchdown. Um, Scantling's, I think, is a real deal. And I think we just have to accept that that he's going to, to vulture touchdowns and vulture playing time from Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams isn't the only wide receiver on Green Bay now, and you're just going to have to adjust accordingly. Yeah, I think this is a monster game for Devonte Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Greg, I have Devonte Adams ranked as my number two wide receiver overall. I, I really am banking on this being the get-right game for the Packers passing attack tonight, going up against a defense that has allowed the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. They've allowed two receiving touchdowns per game to opposing wide receivers, and they're without Ronald Darby, who is arguably their best cornerback in the secondary as well. So I love Aaron Rodgers tonight. I love Devontae Adams. I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling is a high-end wide receiver three, borderline low-end wide receiver two as well. You know, If I think that all that's going to be true, again, like I mentioned, Aaron Rodgers, I think, has a big game. Wouldn't surprise me if we see Devontae Adams up over 100 yards and a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, LaFleur's offense hasn't looked great so far. I believe the Packers are 28th in offensive yards per play right now averaging 4.8 yards per play. So uh, I think this could be a get-right game for tonight, uh, assuming that Matt LaFleur could just get out of his own way, if we're being honest. Matt LaFleur, I just saw, I believe it was uh, Greg Rosenthal on Twitter, and he said that if Mike McCarthy had this three-game stretch with Aaron Rodgers, he'd get fired, and, and he did. Matt LaFleur's in his first three games with Aaron Rodgers. The offense hasn't been great. Of course, the defense he faced Chicago, Minnesota, Denver, Nothing to sneeze at. Tonight, a beat-up Eagles secondary. The Packers should put up some points. Everybody, as I mentioned, is talking about Devontae Adams. Should they be talking about MVS a little bit? Because I feel like no one is. Yeah, yeah. I, like we just mentioned, I think he's a high-end wide receiver three. So I, I do like him tonight. Uh, I have him ranked over some you know, pretty big names as well. Just to, to put this in perspective, I have him over Tyrell Williams, Allen Robinson, DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Curtis Samuel, uh, the the Chiefs wide receivers, not named Sammy Watkins. So, yeah, I do like MVS tonight. You know, he's on the field for two wide receiver sets. Geronimo Allison is not a thing right now for this team. The running back situation uh, is a is a little bit different though here because the Eagles, you know, while they're 
Defense is banged up. They're playing with no Tim Jernigan right now, who is you know one of the better nose tackles in the league. The Eagles are still allowing just 3.15 yards per carry to opposing running backs. So uh, Aaron Jones coming off a game where he played a season low in snaps, only played 21 snaps. He got lucky because he scored two touchdowns. He's more of a low-end RB2 tonight, whereas he was in that high-end RB2 heading into last week's matchup. So you just have to kind of keep your your projections realistic when it comes to tonight's Packers offense. On the other side, uh, you mentioned the Packers defense playing a lot better as of right now, Greg. It's true. You know They're allowing five yards per play on defense. That's the seventh best in the league. Third in pass defense DVOA so far this year. So I'm not as nearly as excited as I am, as I was about Nelson Aguilar last week or Alshon Jeffrey uh, heading into tonight's matchup. It is a good spot, however, for Miles Sanders. If he can hold on to the football... The Packers are allowing the most receptions to running backs per game so far this year. Over eight receptions per game to running backs, over five yards per carry. If Miles Sanders does not fumble and can just keep his head on straight in tonight's matchup, this could be the breakout game for Miles Sanders. We're talking about buy or sell. If you can still buy low, Miles Sanders right now is the time to do it before tonight's matchup. Would you trade Austin Eckler for Miles Sanders? I would. Eli. Oh, definitely. I definitely would do that. Yeah. I mean, and we, we talked about this a bunch, uh, before the season Sanders, I said week five or six, and I think by then he's going to be getting the the bigger share of, of the carries there in Philadelphia. And they're an offense. that's going to be hard to stop. We have a prediction for tonight. With all that being said, I like the Eagles to cover, man. They're in desperation mode. You want to get a prediction for tonight? Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good game. And somehow I believe that the, the Eagles are going to win this game. I also, the, the play is the over. The thing is, everyone's on the Eagles, man. Everyone's he's EY. He's Frank. I'm Greg. We'll do it all again tomorrow. We, we hope. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com
Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. Dwayne Haskins versus Daniel Jones. That would be fun for all the storylines. You know, two rookie quarterbacks starting against each other. Case Keenum still puts the weapons on this team in the best position to succeed for fantasy. I do believe that. So Terry McLaurin's already owned, obviously. Uh, but Paul Richardson coming off a big game, nine targets, caught eight of those, scored a touchdown, has a touchdown in back-to-back games. And the Giants are allowing the second most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers this season. We just saw what Mike Evans did against Janoris Jenkins. Absolutely ate him alive. I am very interested in Paul Richardson. Not so much Trey Quinn, unless it's a DFS perspective, just because he's super cheap. But look. If you're suffering from the bye weeks, if you, I don't know, for some reason we're starting Debo Samuel or anybody on the Jets, I do have interest in Paul Richardson, Greg, especially in three wide receiver leagues and, and you know, those deeper leagues where you have multiple flex options. Eric, can Frank interest you in Paul Richardson? Yeah, Paul Richardson, I think, is an interesting guy. Look, like the Washington uh, football team, they're going to be behind in, in, in almost every game. They're just never going to be ahead. Uh Case Keenum is, is serviceable, and if it's not him, Dwayne Haskins, I mean, at least is interesting. The number one wide receiver, I think, is pretty obvious so far is Terry McLaurin, um, but but Richardson is on the field j- just as much. This is a guy that, that really flashed when he was in Seattle um, and has done basically nothing since being uh, in Washington, but is a guy that's very interesting. Uh, I, I know I had got him like very, very late in a bunch of best ball leagues, uh, downfield guy, Fast, fast, very, very fast guy. Uh, caught a lot of deep balls playing with uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can obviously throw the ball down the field a little bit better than those two guys. So we'll see what happens. Paul Richardson against this soft giant secondary. He's a sneaky start, Frank. Where do you have him in your rankings this week? I have him just outside my top 36, but it's very easily the highest I've had him ranked all season long. Uh, I have him in the 40 range at wide receiver. So. I can give you some of the names that he's right around. I have Paul Richardson, wide receiver 40, uh, right around John Brown, tough matchup against New England secondary this week. Emmanuel Sanders going to go up against the Jaguars. He's dealing with a quad injury as well. Philip Dorsett, Will Fuller, DJ Chark, do, 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 uh, and Cortland Sutton. I literally so. just think you put Chark on here so you can do that. I think it's the no, only I, reason. I, I, I read all of the receivers that are right behind yeah, Paul no, Richardson. I, I got it. I only think you have Chark. But was I going to skip over DJ Chark? Right, exactly, Danny. Yeah, Every, I mean, everyone Danny does it. it. Everywhere in fantasy does it. I can't hear his name without that happening. So It, it only plays internally in my head. I'd never say it out loud. Yeah, it just no. flows so well. I mean, look, everyone's heard Baby Shark, or if you haven't, then you know, God bless your soul that you haven't been exposed to it, but it just matches up so well. Baby, no, no, I understand. DJ, it, just, it just works so well, Greg. I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. I, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. You don't think so? No. Well, unless DJ At Shark. least not from me. Unless DJ Shark goes away. Uh, he probably will this week because he's. I, I would imagine he's Chris Harris is yeah. going to be shadowing him. Did Chris Harris will shadow him? 
Yeah, I mean, he's their that. number one wide receiver. I guess.